It's not about you, and I know that's hard to hear, but it starts with you. You need to grow, progress, get to the next level, because God called you to do it. People need you, and it starts today. What's up, guys? It's Coach Theo with FMU Fitness. Welcome back to the Inom Podcast. It's not about me. It's not about you, but it starts with us. Happy New Year. This is the Why Number Soar Chapter 3 Podcast, and if you haven't checked out the other two for Chapter 1, and chapter two, make sure you do that. We're going through this book, Why Number Soar. You can get it on Amazon.com. And uh, we're going through this book as kind of just a guide. These podcasts are to give you the and then some, just the more content to help you apply these principles and concepts to your own life. Like I say numerous times about this book, it's not just for organizational leaders, it is for every human being. These principles, especially what we're gonna talk about today, apply to all of us. And if you really think about it and dive into them, you can figure out how to make them uh, not just stick, but also work for you to just, just keep making your life even better, making those lives around you even better. And today especially, this is a hot topic, all right? This is a controversial topic because I'm going to talk about money and people get really offended and defensive when it comes to talking about money. And I just want to share with you my insight and I will say my opinions so guess what? I'm not saying, or doesn't mean you have to agree with me, and I'm not saying I'm 100% right. I'm just saying that this is where I'm at right now, and I feel like God is teaching me a lot about money, especially. And the chapter title is, The More That You Get, The More That You Give. And some people have said, wait, isn't that the other way around? And, I, and what I'm saying is, no, like, yeah, the more you give, the more you'll get. You shouldn't give just to get, but that is what happens. But what I'm saying, actually, is the more you accumulate, the more responsibility you get to give, to give back. And I'll share a few ways that I have found that we're supposed to do that. But let me give you the disclaimer, or let me give you the, the word of the day is responsibility. So that's the word of the day. The phrase of the day is going to be, there's always more to do. And the scripture of the day is Luke 12:48. from everyone who has been given much, much will be demanded. From everyone who has been given much, much will be demanded. But let me give you the disclaimer first, if, in case I forget to say this. I am not saying that you are not allowed to make money. I am not saying that you are not allowed to be extremely wealthy. I am not saying that you are not allowed to enjoy in a lot and have a lot. I think, uh, you know, well, one thing I know for sure is uh, wealthy people are what make this country so successful. If it wasn't for wealthy people, there wouldn't be charities. I mean, they are the ones that fund charities. I used to work a nonprofit. I know that wealthy people were the ones that helped us. They gave us money. Foundations that they started were what helped nonprofits and charities thrive. So wealthy people do a fantastic job. And my whole life, my whole throughout my whole life, my whole perspective has changed. I used to judge rich people because I grew up poor. And uh, I realized by getting to know very wealthy people that it's not about money. That is not the root of all evil. Uh, it is about your heart. It is about your heart's intent. There are wealthy people doing amazing things. I think what I will challenge you to think about today, though, and what I challenge you to think about in this chapter three, the more you get, the more you give, is that uh, you have a great responsibility to draw the line. And I don't know what that line is for you, but I think there's a point where you've got to say enough is enough. And how much do I really need? Because now it's becoming a heart issue. Because if I think that having things is going to define me, it's a lie. If I think that having a huge house and going on great vacations defines 
who I am as a person and makes me worthy or helps me compare to other people, well, it's just a false high. And we all know that nothing we accumulate in this life is going to come with us to heaven. And we all know that nothing we gain in this world makes us any better than anyone else. And so my whole challenge is that we have to think about what is our heart's intent and when is enough enough. And we are to be good stewards of the resources that God gives us. And so let me share with you a quick story and then uh, I'll tell you, we'll kind of just walk through this chapter a little bit. Actually, I probably won't even really walk through the chapter that much. I'm just going to tell you the, and then something to apply to your own life when it comes to the more you get, the more you give. So, you know, when we started FMU, we weren't making money and it took many years to make money and a lot of companies give up because they're not making money in the beginning and it takes a lot of sacrifices and everything goes back into the company. When you finally get to that point where you start to make some profit though, uh, this is where I sensed a great responsibility. And I don't know, I can't remember exactly off the top of my head, but it was maybe after five or six years, we've owned this company for 10 years, it was after maybe five or six years where we actually started to see that we were actually making a profit. And uh, we were, we're really successful right now. If you don't, again, if you didn't listen to the first two podcasts, uh, then you didn't hear Amber and I talk about that, you know, at the beginning we struggled and we didn't have resources. And uh, even though we were growing, again, the resources are going back into the company. You're giving a lot away for free, so you don't really have a lot. And so when we started to become really, really successful, like we are right now where everything's sold out and there is a lot of revenue coming in, we started experiencing a great profit. And no, we're not millionaires. I think everyone thinks that when you own a company or you own brick and mortar, you're automatically a millionaire. There's a lot of expenses every month to keep this company alive. But we're in the green a lot, and that's amazing, right? Well, I started to uh, kind of really feel this great responsibility that God was not giving me these profits for myself. And it was not time for me to just go and enjoy these profits and use them for Amber and I and our family to have this great abundant life. And I think there was a three-month period that I talk about in chapter three where I had a lot of people telling me, hey, man, you did such a great job building this company. It's now time to enjoy your life. And I... I I don't think they meant wrong at all. I think their intentions were good. I, I think I took it the wrong way maybe and started to get comfortable and started to think, yeah, yeah like, wow, okay, it's, that, it's time to play now. It's time to enjoy my life. And, and to a point, you can do that, but I think I just started taking it to maybe where I was getting a little bit too comfortable. And I go, I, it just took me a few months to process it. And I finally was like, no, like there's just no way. Uh, the thing that kept ringing in my head is there's always more to do. And God has given you this money and these resources, and he's challenging you to give back. And I think it's a test always. What are you going to do with what I've blessed you with? Because guess what? I think I started to think that I did a great job earning this. And we always have to remember, we wouldn't earn income and resources if it wasn't for God blessing us with the gifts and abilities to work hard to earn them. If he wasn't giving us the opportunities, yeah, we might have made opportunities happen, but he gave us those opportunities. We just capitalized off of them. So if we, if he didn't do his job, we wouldn't have these resources. We wouldn't have this income. And no matter what we want to say, it's not ours. The money that comes into our life is God's. And our whole responsibility, I think the whole test is for us to figure out how we're supposed to use it. And, and you can accumulate it all for yourself, right? You can do that. What's that going to bring you, though? What good is that going to do for this world? And what I'm learning is wealthy people that really get it and understand life, their whole mission is to make this world a better place, to provide services, to create opportunities to make this world a better place. When they create companies, when they create jobs, when they create products, they're thinking about that. And I think wealth sometimes will come to them 
because they created amazing services for other human beings. And what we have seen is when you give, obviously, yes, more just keeps coming back. But just like that scripture says, from everyone who has been given much, much more will be demanded. So there's a responsibility. God will keep blessing you, and then your job is to keep blessing others. And so I think what we have learned is the money, the profits are for the profit. That's what kept ringing in my ear too. There's always more to do in the profits or for the profit. So how are we going to glorify Jesus Christ with these blessings that he's given us, with these resources, with this revenue? And so what we decided was, well, we have to give back more. And so we have a charity, Smiles for Sophie Forever, fighting against pediatric cancer, that we decided, you know what, as we grow, we need to help them grow. We need to put more of our resources back into their nonprofit organization. So we're going to give more as we earn more. We also started to realize, like, you know what, we're going to save these profits and invest them back into the company. How can we make the services that we provide to adults and kids at our gym even better? How can we create more opportunities for people? How can we create even a better gym, a better faith-based uh, gym for these people? And so that that's another thing we decided. The money's got to go back into the company, and then it's got to be used to expand God's kingdom. And so we're starting to see that, all right, he's blessing us financially, and now it's time to create more programming, more faith-based things. And if that means building some type of church-like concept out of our gym, well, we're feeling like that's where, it's, that's where we need to invest now. And so again, it's like we're working on an expansion, but the expansion is not for Amber and I to grow our income to become millionaires. We don't think about that. We're thinking about how can we create keep creating opportunity opportunities to grow God's kingdom. And so these are just some things I want to challenge you to think about because again, we get so caught up sometimes in thinking we earned, we busted our tail, we worked so hard, blood, sweat, and tears to get this and it's ours and it's not. And if we just remember that, that in itself is going to change our perspective. Money is not ours. It is our responsibility to be good stewards of it and use it wisely. And uh, if you think about that, like I said, even if you don't own a company, you'll start thinking about, all right, how do I minimize and simplify so I'm not just accumulating a lot of stuff for myself? How do I look for little opportunities to give back? Am I tithing to church? Am I reaching out and helping other people? And uh, it doesn't have to always be huge. It can be small things, but I think it's just going to challenge you to think more about how you use the resources and the blessings that God is giving you. And so that's our great responsibility is when do we draw the line and how do we look for ways to give back more? Because it is always our responsibility to look out for other people. And then the last two things I want to say are, uh, you know, money is not bad. So remember, money is very, very good and can be very, very powerful. People take that scripture the wrong way when it says the root of money is the root of all evil, that's actually incorrect. It's the love of money is the root of all evil. So it's always about your heart's intent. And when I was a when I was a kid, I remember thinking like no one ever wanted to listen to me, right? Because I was a kid. And I said one day when I become an adult, maybe adults will actually start listening to me because now I'm an adult. Well, I, I did the same thing when it came to money. When I was poor, I always had these beliefs about money, but I was like, no one's ever going to listen to me. And so I used to pray and I said, God, when you give me money one day, when you bless me with income one day, I'm going to pray that my heart never changes and that my behavior never changes and that my lifestyle never changes. And I'm going to show people that just because you're gaining more income does not mean you have to change. And so now that I'm in this point where I feel like, okay, I'm getting into that 
that same socioeconomic status of a lot of people. And again, I'm not a millionaire. We're just being, we're just, you know, we're really wise with our resources. I said, I'm going to start speaking up. And that's why I'm doing this now because it's like, okay, uh, God has kept my heart, my heart's intent right. And he's keeping it right. And I'll always glorify him through everything I do to keep it right. And I always got to surrender to him to keep it right. But that's why I'm speaking up now because I want to challenge people that are in the same situation. And uh, don't take me the wrong way. Please don't take me the wrong way. It's always to just uh, remember that life is not about us and it is about other people. And the last thing I want to say is this too, as I'm challenging you, is that uh, even when you think you don't have anything to give, there's always more to do and there's always something you can give. And since day one, when Amber and I weren't making any money with FMU, we always gave. And, And when we didn't have it, we still gave. And it's the challenge that God puts on your heart he tells a story about an older lady who gave one penny and uh, he said, you know, she gave everything that she had. This is from the Bible and she was honored for it. And so it doesn't matter if you give five bucks. It doesn't matter if you give 10 bucks. It doesn't matter if you have a lot to give. It's, it's just challenging yourself to give even when you don't have it. The blessing will come back to you. It's not your intent to give to, to get, but that's just what happens. That's just the good steward cycle that I talk about in chapter three of Why Number Source. So there's your challenges of the day. Uh, take them for what they're worth. Again, uh, understand my heart's intention is just to challenge us all to think differently about it so that we can continue to do more good and make this world a better place because God gave us a great responsibility. He's always watching and challenging us to see what we're going to do with it. And remember, from, ever, from everyone who has been given much, much, will be demanded. So the test is just to somehow figure out how to draw the line, give back more, and make sure our heart is being guided in the right way. As always, guys, it's not about us, but it does start with us. So if you got something today from this podcast, share it with somebody, feelinamber.com, because chances are there's other people that need to hear this. And stay tuned. We'll be back next week with chapter four, which is be you, do you, and nobody else. I think this Chapter 4 next week is going to apply to you more than any other chapter in this book. Hey, have a fantastic day. God bless you guys.